Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Certainly grateful for your texts coming in. Jackie's happy to receive those. Our text line 0448 30 10 12. Or you can call 1300 0010 12, of course. Tasmania Talk Sport. Thanks to Tamar Hire. And it's been way too long since we've caught up with Mr. Brent Costello, host of the Waterboys, and so much more. Thanks to Agfest, we didn't get quite much of a chat. Brent, good morning. G'day, Mike. Nice to have you back in the studio. Yes, good to talk to you. I know it's a, it, Agfest was, uh, abs- I think it ruled on the chaos principle. <laughs> yeah, righto. Okay. <laughs> some of those. Tell me about the BBL draft last night. Yeah, well, big night for the Hurricanes. Uh, obviously, we had the last pick in the draft, which wasn't ideal, but... Speaking to Ricky Ponting in the lead-up, he wasn't too concerned about that, and it actually worked out okay in the end because the man they were after, and we're after a, a spin bowler. We've got pretty much uh, everything else covered in the team, mm. and this is the international draft as well. So for those that don't know, um, it's a new thing this year where all the international players that come out for the BBL are put into a big pool, and the teams go in order and, and take their players. So uh, we've got Shadab Khan from um, Pakistan for our first-round pick, so he's going to add really nicely to... The Hurricanes line up in the second round. We've got a middle order batter, which will provide a, a bit of power to bat alongside Tim David. That's Asif Ali. He's another Pakistan player. And the third Pakistan player we got as well in, in round um, in round three was um, Fahim Ashraf, who is a right arm fast bowler. So he'll complement our current pace attack really nicely too. So hearing from Ricky after the the draft last night, he's our strategic. Uh, boss now at the Hurricanes, he's really happy with our list and how we're going to look uh, moving forward into this season, which is really good. I'll tell you what it does, it sounds very good too, kind of. Hurricanes, what about um, Cameron Green and the five-wicket haul? Uh, he did that in Townsville against Zimbabwe, that was just amazing. Good cricket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was That was all before the draft yesterday, actually, so it was a big day of uh, cricket yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they did it uh, pretty comfortably, didn't they, the Aussies? So um, I think the next game's coming up on Wednesday in that series and, and then again on Saturday, but yeah, Cam Green was, was outstanding, uh, which was good. Glenn Maxwell had about 30 off nine as well, I think, as well. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to this series. Uh, Zimbabwe, probably not the powerhouse they used to be uh, in, in cricket, but nevertheless, uh, you're not going to complain about cricket in August, Mike, are we? Not at all. Not at all. You must be pretty happy with the AFLW because uh, West Coast at number seven on the ladder, ladder and uh, you're actually in front of Geelong. Yeah, they got a win on the weekend. Uh, the girls, it was, it's been pretty lean since the Eagles ended the competition, uh, but uh, a good win against Port Adelaide by a couple of goals. We had a game here in Tassie on the weekend as well with North Melbourne doing it comfortably over the Gold Coast. We went and had a look at that one on Saturday, and, and uh, the Gold Coast only got their uh, two goals for the game in the last quarter. So North were pretty dominant there. Great to see Claire Ransom make her debut for Gold Coast. She's from Tasmania. We had a couple of girls running around for North Melbourne as well. So uh, I thought it was a really good start. We had a, a close game uh, as well um, between Geelong and Richmond with a, a really late goal in that game. So, yeah, some really good results. And as we said last week, Mike, uh, we had the downtime for the men, but uh, it was a great platform for the girls to be able to launch their season nicely. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and the ladder, top of the ladder for the AFLW is uh, North Melbourne, then Brisbane, St Kilda, Collingwood, Essendon, Melbourne, West Coast, Geelong. But uh, tell you what, it's interesting, qualifying final coming up. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely, Ooh. and that's the good thing too. Um, it all start on Thursday night um, instead of Friday this week, so we'll get the big game up at the Gabba between Richmond and, and Brisbane. That's going to be so fascinating to see how that plays out. We know Brisbane record at the Gabba's 
been really good in recent times, but uh, they had a few hiccups there lately. So I, I reckon Richmond will be really gunning for this win. That we know they're a really good finals team. Yeah, uh, everyone will be fresh. They've had the week off, so it's just going to be a massive few days of footy. Uh, just on footy too, uh, the AFL bid. Don't panic. Uh, it's nearly the end of August, but I'm told things are still progressing nicely behind the scenes. We probably won't get that answer we're hoping for by the end of August, but um, it's not too far away, I'm told, Mike. Oh, good news, because that's a question I was going to ask, and uh, you've answered that. Thanks for that. Um, but going back to the qualifying final, Geelong and Collingwood, that's just... I love that... Con- they clash so well, and just think of it. I mean, the, the Cats... I'm, I'm, I'm confident, but, I mean, the last one, what was 2011? You might correct me, the last premiership. And then they've uh, played, what, six preliminary finals and one grand final in that time without achieving the ultimate. So, whew, I just hope they have a win. They're amazing organisations, Geelong. You know, you normally see teams bottom out at some point, but they just continue to find a way to top up their players. And Stephen Wells, their list manager, has done a really good job over um, over the years to, to do that. Um, but, you know, how they do it, I don't know. It's, it's amazing. Mm. And, uh, you know, they'll go deep. They're, they're probably my premiership favourite at the moment, to be honest. I know that, that's not going out on the limb too much, seeing they finished on top of the ladder, but um, they, they're just a very, very good footy team, particularly those two big boys up Ford and Cameron and Hawkins. Um, yeah, so at the moment, they're the team to beat for my mind. You're right, it's going to be a cracker on Saturday afternoon, the twilight game. It's going to be awesome. I think so too. Anyway, we can talk more about uh, footy on, on Wednesday as it gets closer. Talk about basketball. Yeah, really tough day yesterday for the Launceston Tornadoes. Um, they missed out on a spot in the NBL One South Conference after going down to, to Ringwood, which was uh, really disappointing for them. Um, that went to overtime the game, so they were so close um, to getting in there. They had to play Friday night as well, so they had to back up from uh, a semi-final on Friday night and, and go into the game yesterday. But yeah, two-point loss. In a preliminary final, uh, you never want to be on the end of that. So um, I'm about to talk to Sarah Veal actually for the news, the coach of the Torns, and no doubt she'll be pretty flat today. But yeah, they've had a good year. They're uh, a really good team, obviously with the likes of Keely Froling um, and, and and these types of players that come down and play in Launceston now. So you've got high caliber Australian players coming down to play in Tassie, which is great. The good news was the Hobart Chargers got through there into the South Conference Grand Final next weekend in Melbourne. So some good news on a tough day for, for Tassie basketball. Oh, it is. And you've, you've got to imagine, I'm just so through the way that we're coming along basketball-wise overall. You look at the holistic picture, it's just, a, it's great, isn't it? And great pathways for the juniors. Yeah, it's, all, it's, it's, it's looking good. It's worst enemy at the moment, though, basketball might, because the problem is that, that you're right, it's surging. It's absolutely surging at junior level particularly. But we haven't got the facilities, uh, particularly, well, particularly in the south of the state anyway, um, mm. and, and Launceston, the northwest OK, I think. But we just don't have enough courts for these kids to play on, which is uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit concerning. So the, Good point. the governments have to, have to get involved at some point and sort it out because at the moment um, it's, it's yeah really tough for, for these competitions to get their kids on the court. Yeah, good call. Brent, always a pleasure, mate. Good to catch up and look forward to having a chat Wednesday. Sounds good, Mike. Thanks, mate. Thanks so much. Brent Costello, host of the Waterboys Wind News and more with Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.